This is Law School in Brief with your host and special guest, Billy. And and this is Lydia and Megan. <laughs> wow. Whoa, who is from, Billy? Yeah. Wow. Billy is my quarantine buddy and he's over in my apartment. So he's our special guest. Hello world. This is Billy. <laughs> live from St. Louis, Missouri. Not live though. At one point live. Yeah, at one point live. Hopefully still. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is exciting. Billy is our very first ever Mm. guest star on Law School and Brief. Unless, you know, we're as long as we're not counting my cat Harper scratching at the walls. (laughs) Oh, this is an honor. This is an honor. We should count. (laughs) Yeah. To follow up to that. Listeners, this is an amateur production, as you know. And like, basically how this is working is I have my earbuds headphones plugged into the laptop and like one of us has one of the earbuds and the other one has the other earbud it's true and we're both just hunched around this uh microphone yeah. right now uh, uh, hunching our favorite thing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well megan i mean what's up with you okay so i have a pretty big update for everyone oh mm. wow okay it's exciting okay <laughs> okay dear listeners You may recall that way back in November, we did an entire episode of this podcast dedicated to a torts study session that I was going to submit to the multimodal writing competition at Elon University. And you may also recall that about a month ago, I gave up hope that I had won. (laughs) I I kept asking you about it. Yeah, and every time you oh, wow. asked, just the the little ember of hope that burned deep within me faded <laughs> a little <laughs> more. But this past week, I got an email from main campus letting me know that a drum roll, please. I came in second place. Yeah. I also thank you, thank you. Uh, waving to all of my loyal followers, kissing all the babies. No, um, I should also add though that it was. Oh my God! Wait, do that one more time. What? Sorry, I hadn't turned it up high enough. Here we go. <laughs> That's right. Air horns abound. <laughs> it's um, funny, like how I title these episodes because the one that I titled. The one with the air horn got way fewer listens than mm. the other one. So. That's surprising. Yeah. Anyway, which is foolish because that is like one of our better episodes, personally. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I came in second place in the category of School of Law, and now I'm just waiting on my $25 winnings, and I'm yes. wondering how I should spend it. What do you guys think? During quarantine, well, that's tough. Well, is it just cold hard cash? Is it like a gift card? Yeah. It's like I, a... if memory serves, it's an Amazon gift card or oh. like a Visa gift card. Nice. Something that is not universally applicable, but like pretty universally applicable. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, There's part of me things on Amazon. wants to say something fun, like just get get a, you know, a, a margarita mix. But part of Ooh. me is also like, save that for toilet paper. Oh, <laughs> essential items. <laughs> so I don't know. That's a good point. That's a good point. Hmm. <laughs> but also not a fun point. I'm looking for something <laughs> more fun. <laughs> Man, this is my first contribution. So. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, you have one more strike and then you're out, my friend. <laughs> uh, Kidding. So that's my high. Well, you could get another like sticker paint book how's mm, that been going for you mm, i've moved on to paint by numbers i don't know if you've seen this but um i have i have uh been working on i'm gonna guess it's probably like a three thousand cell paint by number image wow. um yeah if you are looking for a way to reduce anxiety and kill time <laughs> paint by numbers is you're just sponsored by paint by number we're not sponsored <laughs> by anyone it's crazy <laughs> yeah wow that's a great update yeah Megan. thank you, yeah. you congratulations that towards study session was really helpful for me oh billy found a cool towards thing this week mm. we haven't done it yet but there's like a museum of american tort law or something i meant to tell you i did it you did it without me i did it it took about 
10 minutes. Okay, it's... well, just for the listeners, but apparently not me. No. <laughs> yeah, you should check it out. It's like uh, I, there's actually a museum for tort law. and it's, Where? Uh, I think it's in Connecticut, I want to say. And, but they have a website, and they're just like – they're closed down, obviously, because the tort museum is not an essential service. <laughs> what? And, yeah, I know. I know. Ralph Nader right now is steaming somewhere. But he, anyway, so it's like just uh, – they could do like an online tour or whatever, and you basically just – has their exhibits, and you just like read through whatever descriptions they have and like look at the pictures of whatever the exhibit is. And it's pretty much just – like famous cases from your torts class wow. with very superficial descriptions. But it's the only museum of like, but it is. Yeah. I believe law, it's right or something. Oh, I don't know. I, I think it's the only museum of tort law. Oh, I thought it had even, even better superlatives. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to try to find it now, but yeah. Yeah. Another plug. Tort. Did, uh, did it have any exhibit about, uh, Liebeck v. McDonald's? Cause I want to see a hot cup of coffee. And <laughs> some really gruesome images. Oh, of yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember that one. But there are just people getting injured. And there's they have little, like, comic cartoons, kind of. So it's like someone, like, you know, their car is overturned. And they're kind of just next to it. And there's, like, X's over their eyes. And you're like, oh, my God. Jeez. Whoa. Tesk. Yeah. Every <laughs> Quimby video we've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whoa. That's pretty cool. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a weird find, but I will be um I will be tweeting about this later. And uh this is my seamless weaving of a plug to follow us on Twitter into the podcast. But for those of you, which is many of you because we have a, a net sum 14 followers. <laughs> but uh you know, if you're not following us on Twitter, you should. It's law school n brief. That's n as in like mac and cheese. <laughs> And like salt and pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Would you say that that good piece of news was your high for the week? Me? Yeah, your your win. Yes. Oh Oh my god, it was hard fought uh, and and long awaited. That was absolutely the high of the. Everything has been downhill from there. Not in a bad way, <laughs> but just, you know, when you reach such great such heights, such high anything high. really is. Truly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's, what are y'all's highs? Okay. Uh, my high was probably just holidays that came up. It was just nice to look forward to Passover and Easter and like prepare for them and cook for them. And just, it felt like normal to look forward to a holiday and to celebrate mm-hmm. it, even though it was over Zoom. Um, and to like talk about what's going on, but in the context of like ritual and tradition is a nice grounding. Oren, shout out to Oren, asked me after last episode, what kinds of like intricate meals I've been making. Cause I think I mentioned like, oh, it's so nice to just like be cooking more. Um, so I will share my holiday menus. Ooh. Passover was a classic menu. In addition to the foods that are on the Seder plate, we had matzo ball soup, uh, like quinoa and nut salad, a vegetable salad, roasted potatoes and onions, and a sweet noodle kugel and macaroons, and a lot of wine. Mm-hmm. And then Easter, we did a veggie paella with like a lot of veggies that I don't usually eat, including, <clears throat> let's see, fennel, artichoke, roasted red peppers, String beans, capers, tomatoes, onion, and garlic. It was the first time I'd ever used saffron for the rice, like actual saffron. Ooh. So it was very decadent. And like the whole top layer of the pan, because <clears throat> it was in the oven for a while, like got a little crispy, like the rice and the string beans and the peppers. Mm-hmm. And then for dessert, I made apple roses. I should put those on the blog. I have not updated the blog in a really long time. But this is a really easy recipe, and it's really cool. You can make apples look like roses. Yeah, you're you're gonna need to update the blog. The people need to do this. <laughs> yeah, we also made another meal, not for a holiday, but yeah, just. But it was very special. <laughs> yeah, I have this Mexico cookbook. Frick, I meant to write out the author, but I forgot. Um, and we were browsing it and found a bean wreath. Bean wreath. 
And so we've been joking since before the pass fail determination that like, oh, if we go pass fail, we'll have so much time to like make a bean wreath. Make this wreath, yeah. <laughs> so we finally did last night and this is what it looks like. It's like you get a <laughs> You ring. can kind of imagine. I mean. No, 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 no. I mean, Megan, do you think I should describe it? <laughs> um, I'm at the edge of my seat waiting for the description. Okay. Yes. You just put one bean after the other in a circle. No. <laughs> okay, so you get a like ring pan but i don't have that so we got the cast iron skillet and like put a little ring of uh like aluminum foil in the middle so you mm -hmm. have like a shape and then you have to like cook and smash black beans and then fry up like chorizo and onion and like chipotle peppers and then cook and smash pinto beans and then you do like layer of black bean layer of chorizo we use soy riso layer of pinto bean etc and then like a lot of cheese on the top and then like bake it and then you just serve it with like chips and salsa and like chipotle mayo and whatever. And it was great. It was great. So it it's was a bean wreath. It's a wreath. <laughs> it's a wreath made of beans. It yeah, had right. No, it did not need to be in a wreath shape. You know, it was I, was, I, I was debating whether or not I should even say this, but it's like you made a bean dip without a middle. Whoa. <laughs> That's that you Definitely were going to say that, that without down. me. It's also decor. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That sounds like this week I made a pizza um, yes. using the pizza stone that Lydia got me for my birthday. Oh, and cool. um, because I couldn't, well, there were a few things that happened, but basically the, in the, middle and made the it end pizza. result was that the middle of the pizza would not bake. And so oh. when we got it off the stone, we just cut the middle out and I called it a pizza kringle. So nice. <laughs> there you go. totally Wait, you on purpose. You put it in? Huh? Did you heat up the pizza stone in the oven before you put the dough on it? Sure did. Yeah, I think the problem was that uh, the tomato that I put in the middle was like really juicy, and it just oh. like all the juices kind of ran. Yeah, it was. Oh. It's not worth even talking about any further. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Horrible. Yeah. That sounds like it's about to be your low. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It sounds like you're red lately. <laughs> uh, That's okay, great. we have another high. I have another high too. Okay. It's not a meal, oh. but related, to, it became a meal. Okay. <laughs> um, we got this like mushroom growing kit as a like a quarantine activity because you grow them inside and they don't even need direct sunlight all day. And you basically just like water this bag of soil for a week and it just looks like you're just like watering soil. And then like suddenly in the course of like two days, the mushrooms just like and are huge oyster mushrooms and then you just eat them. But I did like a time lapse series of the mushrooms <laughs> growing and it like worked out and i was like wow this is such a nice creative activity it's and it was delicious and delicious yeah so you've I, been eating the mushrooms well we well, eat them like immediately in like two minutes and when they're raw you're like oh my god what are we gonna do with all these mushrooms and then you cook them and immediately you're like oh my god this is not enough <laughs> three bites <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they, they were delicious but yeah no so we're trying to we're trying to grow more mushrooms from the same bag of soil yeah they, they promise you know so, yeah. so this is not a meal high but it is a food high yeah mm -hmm. All, I, I'm, like that's it for my highs it's just been like food 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 yeah food. and but but the time lapse thing is like a creative it was nice to pull out my camera mm, yeah you know absolutely uh billy you got a high for the week no i don't have anything to add i mean i i uh was lucky to partake in all of those highs, so I I would uh, just agree. I mean, I can't top bean wreath, that's for sure. So I mean, I also think maybe Billy. I don't mean to speak for you, but this is like probably your high, right? Getting invited onto this really, really oh, well yeah. known, right. highly prestige. I said nothing can top bean wreath. I meant nothing, but lost <laughs> one brief to top. <laughs> Uh, no, this is this is great. This is truly an honor. I'm, I've been a listener now for about a month, and uh, I am now. I can't believe in that time. Yeah. How much the world has changed. Mm -hmm. And one of those changes is that I'm sitting on this end of the microphone. <laughs> exactly. The, the real for me. Yeah. So yeah. It's certainly a high. Megan, what else is uh, new with you? You got new. any any. Anything like less savory than a wreath-shaped pizza? <laughs> <laughs>
Um, well, no, like nothing is really new, new over here. Um, you know, I think really I just have like mehs and lows to share, which is kind of mm. a bummer. Um, but uh, I will say that there is one thing that I've been doing that is making me feel better in these okay. unprecedented times. Um, and so I've begun going on bike rides in the middle of the day. And not only is that great for my mental health, but I'm getting so much exercise. Uh, and in fact, well, so I, what am I trying to say right now? <laughs> so I signed up to do this like virtual challenge to ride your bike 545 miles before wow. May 31st. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's totally doable if you do like 10 miles a day. Um, so I've been oh really focused God. on that. And I'm like... I'm I'm loving that. And how much you know, of a break do you have between classes to like gear up and like go for a ten mile ride and yeah. like shower and stuff? Um. Well, the good news is I don't have to shower <laughs> because I'm not going anywhere. Hey. There you go. <laughs> um. So really, I'm saving time. Mm, my saving yeah. My well, so my property class is asynchronous, so you can take it at any time. Oh yeah. Evidence is from eight thirty a.m. to eleven a.m. two days a week. And um, my legal writing class is from 10 to 11.30, two days a week. So really, like, by noon every day, I'm pretty free. That's so great. Yeah. So you do property, like, when you get back, but it doesn't matter when you get back. Yep. Oh, okay. That's oh. great. Wow. Wow. There's a little a little jealousy that's welling up inside of my body. Well, but... don't be too jealous because I'm graded and you're not. <laughs> mm, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. There's that, yeah. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, we're that? making bean wreaths. She's getting great at that's we still got the better end of the stake, man. Yeah, I I would agree. Yeah. Um, Has there been any movement to like uh, have people been like emailing the administration to try to get them to Yeah. Well, if by people you mean me three times in the last week, <laughs> <laughs> then yes. <laughs> um I'm sure that there are people who are still emailing the administration, but I mean like two weeks ago now, or maybe only a week ago, what is time? I don't know. There was a pretty explosive conversation happening on the 1L Group Me channel um, about, you know, whether or not we should continue to press administration about grades. And there seems to be a really, really stark divide between camp, it is what it is, just move on, and uh, camp, it isn't just what it is, this is horrible, <laughs> and we shouldn't move on. Um I have not participated in the group me because I just frankly don't think that that's like the forum to have these really, they ended up being very explosive conversations. So I just read as an observer and became very anxious and laid on the couch and stared at the ceiling for a few hours and then began an emailing administration as you do. Yeah. I was going to say, you don't need a consensus of everyone. Yeah. Like no, the people who do not. think you should email should just email and like forget the group me. Totally. But, um, I'm sure, well, so I'm saying this because I'm saying that I'm sure people have emailed because we got an, we got another email from our campus uh, administrators letting us know that tomorrow there is going to be a Dean's Town Hall meeting where you can voice your concerns and they a linked. A Dean wreath. Sorry. <laughs> a Dean wreath. Um and they, they linked us to a Google form where you can anonymously or not submit your concern. And I think it's really funny because the Google form says, submit your concern here and you can like go off and write all you want. But then the next required field is how do you propose to fix it? <laughs> so it's like they're trying to not, they're trying to limit ranting, yeah. <laughs> which, which I appreciate. But I mean, I gave the same answer to all three of my concerns and it was eliminate the curve. Not, not um, eliminate grades, just eliminate the curve. Yeah. So, okay, hear me out. Yeah. I have I have spoken with a few of my professors about a graded curve um, this trimester, and I my main question is like, why? <laughs> like, it it just seems unfairly prejudicial. Like, why? Um, and most of them seemed to agree with me that the graded curve shouldn't be a thing this trimester, but they explained that the faculty had had a very heated debate about it that went on for hours, 
and they put they ended up putting it to a vote you know go go pass fail or keep the grades and they voted to keep the grades mostly because of attrition so i i get the sense that because elon isn't like a a top 20 school (laughs) there are like certain different standards that we're being held to um and again this is just like what i've what i've picked up on but i also don't know it to be fact at all like i have not looked into this so take my word with like several grains of salt um but and lydia and i have talked about this before like many 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 podcast episodes ago how at the end of our one l year they do drop the bottom part of our class so if you have less than a 2.25 gpa yeah i forgot that happens at your school yeah, it's so terrifying. If you, if you have less than a 2.25, which is a C plus grade point average, um, you are at risk for academic dismissal. And I, at, from wow. what I pick up, it's like it's kind of a sure thing. Like if you have less than a wow. 2.25, they they mm. academically dismiss you at the end of your 1L year because the thought is that it would be unconscionable for them to continue taking your tuition money if you are unlikely to pass the bar and their studies show that if you have, you know, a C plus grade point average at the end of your one L year, you're likely not to pass the bar. Jeez. So it, with all of this happening, they had sent an email out a few weeks ago saying, okay, we're sticking with the graded curve, um, but we're lowering the GPA uh, requirement in order for you to, or it, in an effort to allow more people to petition to be readmitted. So before, if you had lower than a 2.25, but above a 2.0, you would be academically dismissed, but then you could petition for re-entry. And they would have a review committee, look over all of your stuff, and see if maybe you just had like one really bad trimester that that bumped you down. And if you did, then maybe they let you up back in. But f- so now they're, they've lowered it to 1.8. So if you have a GPA between 1.8 and 2.25, you can petition. Um, mm. Which I'm like, okay. Or just like suspend that whole policy for this year. Yeah, I mean, compared to what, I don't know, I've heard other law schools doing and our school has done, you know, at here at WashU, they just, that, that seems like a pretty mild change i mean just changing the number slightly at which you can petition to not be yeah kicked out during the pandemic it does seem like a very small change i don't know yeah i i agree with that um i yeah i agree with that and also i if i read that so i went back and i reread the student handbook for like the requirements um and from what i understood the whole jam is like, if you don't have a 2.25 or higher at the end of your 1L year, you'll be academically dismissed, colon. If at any point during your 2L year, at the end of your trimester, your grade point average falls below a 2.25, you could be academically dismissed. So the way I read that is like you have your 1L year to kind of get your act together. But if during your 2L year, at any point, your grade point average falls below a 2.25, they dismiss you. So my thought is, why not waive that requirement for us right now, considering you kind of have this, or like the administration has this fail-safe built into the system where students will get weeded out eventually. Yeah. Man, that is, yeah. Yeah. They are really separating the weeds. They need to listen to you, Megan. That's right. I hope I hope y'all are listening to me right now. I know some of these <laughs> professors out here listen. Some, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> this is what's so annoying about the curve, too, is because the way that they've structured it, everyone could be crushing it. It could be Elon's best class of students ever, but they have to assign a certain number of people C-pluses just because they did slightly worse than, like, another genius. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to eliminate people at some point they would probably i mean i would assume they would monitor it so that like at some point if it's statistically probable that the bottom third is actually just still passing the bar then yeah there'll still be a curve but they won't actually just be academically dismissing the bottom third anymore i guess right i don't know that would be my assumption i don't know well i All of this to say, I'm really looking forward to this town hall tomorrow because I have submitted several Google comments. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, okay, so this is also kind of blending into my low for the week, okay, which is sort of generally realizing just how frail the internet is. <laughs> um, so as, of course, we all are doing these days, I'm learning from home and my husband is teaching from home and his job necessitates having a very strong internet connection at all times or else he's like significantly penalized. Um, And so we're both like massively using the internet all the time. And on Friday night, Mm -hmm. our internet went out completely and it stayed off until Sunday. Oh, and no. like the weekend is when I do so much of my homework for the week. Mm. Yeah, me too. So, you know, he got monetarily penalized. Penalized. I lost 48 hours of study time. Um, and then when, you know, we, when we get the internet back, it's like the connection is stronger now. Um, but I'm doing my online evidence class today. Just for example, this isn't a, this isn't a standalone thing that happened, but you know, we had five or six people who were in the on-call group and you could hear three of them. And our professor's internet connection got cut out a couple times and she would say things like, the most important thing to remember about rule 404 is... It's like, what? I didn't know. Like, repeat it. And then she would say, oh, you need me to repeat it? Yes. And then she'd go, well, the most important thing, like I said... Oh, my God. (sighs) And then another example... Another example is we have... So all of our classes are allowing us to... Um, watch a recording of the class rather than attend live class if need be with preference given to live class, obviously. Yeah. But the videos that they, the recordings of these classes take literal days to upload. What? We had a class last Wednesday on, it was a review on how to access administrative law articles. Oh yeah. And Mm. yeah. And so I have a, a research log that's due tomorrow and I started to work on it yesterday, and I thought, you know, it would be super helpful to rewatch that administrative law review uh, video. And I went and I emailed my professor because I couldn't find the video, and she said, "Yeah, it hasn't been uploaded yet." <laughs> well, the assignment's due tomorrow. We got it. We got it yesterday, and the assignment is due tomorrow. But it took five days to upload. Wow. Yeah. See, yeah. like they shouldn't have grades if they're going to be like that. It's understandable if their technology is like iffy, but you're just suffering. You're being graded on that. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. So if you'll humor me for just a moment, I would like to read aloud the comment that I wrote today because I feel like <laughs> I finally, I finally got to the heart of what I, what my point was. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear it. Okay. So I kept it pretty short and sweet. I said, Uh, moving classes online privileges people who have reliable access to internet and punishes people for poor connection. Also, the quality of classes has dropped. Tech issues create lag times, make it hard or impossible to hear sometimes. Kaltura videos take days to upload. These issues are only further exacerbated by poor internet connectivity and gives an advantage to students who can afford better technology which is just another way classism acts as a barrier to a law degree. Nice. <laughs> yes, tear it down. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. I mean, that internet piece is like one piece. I hope other people, I hope like the parents chime in to be like, I'm at home, like literally with children. Or I hope people who are immunocompromised say like this is another way that ableism acts as a barrier to a law degree like if they are getting sick or whatever right oh, like, they just man. shouldn't just yeah just, but, you yeah know? grades are not going to reflect the right kind of thing yeah. in this context anymore i mean yeah word well so i think in the, just in reading that comment uh and speaking on this briefly i have given you my my meh and my low <laughs> My internet connection issues and the oh, dean's yeah. town hall. Yeah, I'm seeing if uh, I think that I, I don't. I guess I'm not thinking as much about like the internet or grades right now because I, f- 
I am like kind of adjusting to our online classes and grades since the decision for us came a little bit before yours. But I think my low in general is just not feeling focused and procrastinating a lot, which is because of those things. Right. Um, and then I think we have like a lot of decisions that are coming up now that are semesters ending. So that's kind of my low as I just feel like it's a very uncertain time to be making decisions. Like, do I want to do law review or is that a huge waste of time? Do I want to like run to have a leadership position for like a club or is that like taking on a responsibility that I don't know if I can actually like do remotely. Right. You know, what do, what classes do I want to even take for the fall semester? If it's going to be remote, that's going to change the classes that I want to sign up for. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I keep like the wheels keep spinning in my head over and over and over. And I'm not getting anywhere because like, I just don't have enough information, but it's like, we still have to turn in forms for like, the law review write-on process, which listeners is just this like writing competition and blue booking competition that you do that then I think the editors of the like different academic journals at your school will like um, decide if they want you to be part of their like club. And then if you are admitted (laughs) then in your 2L year and also sometimes your 3L year, you just like do a ton of unpaid labor for an academic journal, unlike in all of the other professions where people peer review each other's research. I don't know. I think it's a whole racket. But everyone but, would love you. But every but you like almost like have to do it for your resume. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my God. The the amount that law review is plugged just like endlessly is uh they really do hammer at home. Like if you're not on law review, like you might as well just I don't know, crawl under your porch and wait for death. <laughs> That's Jeez. what it yeah. feels like sometimes. <laughs> no, it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's my general lowest. I'm just like, oh. Part of me is like, should I purposefully get no credit this semester? Because then all I'll have to do is retake these classes, but that could work if I'm doing them online next semester. If I get to like reduce if pro, maybe I'd actually like learn all the material instead of just like knowing a little bit of it. And then next spring, if we're in person, I can actually take the classes I want to take in person instead of like wasting my elective classes like online next semester. But I know that that's too drastic and I'm, I will not actually do it. I don't even know if it's possible. <laughs> so, I was wondering off. if I was going to have to talk you off this ledge or if you were going to do it for yourself. <laughs> Walk it back, Lydia. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to risk my scholarship, so I won't do yeah. that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Billy, why don't you jump in with a low? Because I'm just muttering <laughs> here. No, I, I mean, I agree with that. There's just a lot of uncertainty right now. And as far as, you know, what we're going to do with law school and are we going to be online and what does that look like? And you're right. We still have to think about things like law review and whatever. I mean, I was saying to Lydia the other day, it's like, you know, right now, I mean, the incentive in law school is to always focus on your finals. That's just the whole right. thing is your finals. Right now, it's not. Right now, you should be focusing on like blue booking and writing your law review note. Because at the end of the day, all this semester is going to reflect is a, is a C for credit for us. Hmm. But if you make law review or don't make law review or whatever, that can that can go a long way. So now it's like, you know, the incentive is to tune out for your classes, you know, take the C for credit and do what you can in the meantime to like prepare for like law review or prepare for the summer or something else. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of a, I guess, like an okay feeling. I don't know. Not not really a low, but just agreeing, I guess, with Lydia a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, a personal low, I guess, is just, you know, similar feelings of frustration, but I guess more so just in the context of the pandemic and having to sit inside, you know, it's like, I see all these, uh, like my parents have gotten really into sharing memes. Now I nightly get a, a batch oh of memes. Oh my. <laughs> my mom who's just scrolling through Instagram during the day and screenshotting memes <laughs> and sending them to me at the end of the day. And so I, I mean, a lot, a lot of them was, are, you know, kind of jokes that are like, Oh, you know, I used to get yelled at because I would, uh, when I was a kid, I used to get yelled at cause I would laze about and do nothing all day. 
instead of like being a productive member of society. Now I'm like lazing about and in the process saving the world or whatever. And I know it's a joke and it's fine, but it's incredibly depressing. I'm like, this is terrible. Just being, there's like this huge disconnect because I guess, I don't know. I just thought like if we face something where catastrophe is literally unfolding in the outside world, I wouldn't like be learning about issue preclusion. Over oh Zoom. gosh, yeah. You know, and it's like, over Zoom of all places. Right, right, and it feels like there's just nothing you can do, and it's I don't know, it's incredibly frustrating. I'm sure for many people. I'm sure for many people who are our peers. I mean, I think a lot of people go to law school to do something active in the world, and now is you know a great time to be active somehow if you can be. But if you can't be, then you have to pretty much just sit back. You know, all you all you can control is how often you go outside and how often you disinfect your doorknobs or whatever. Mm. And I don't know. It's so that's been incredibly frustrating. And I'm I think I'm really feeling it like the past week or so, just reading the headlines and feeling a little stir crazy and whatnot. I have like a some I have kind of an opposite take on it, which is that I've always felt really guilty being in law school because I can't do like as much activism as before and I can't like there's so there was so much happening and I was just so aware that I couldn't be part of it and I was like I can't believe I'm studying when I could be at that protest but now it's like I only have school that I'm like allowed to do and it's kind of freeing in a way even though it's mm-hmm. horrible that activism is like slowed so that's well this is like because you I mean you came from a doing activism so this is like a school is like a pause to your activism you know, I mean, definitely that makes sense. I, I mean, I guess for me, I, it was always like this was my, you know, way into further uh, activism because I wasn't mm. really involved pre-law school, you know, regretfully. Um, and yeah, now it's like, man, I wish that I was a few years ahead on this. I wish I could jump in and do something right now. I mean, yeah. it, it just feels like, you know, you really can't do anything. So Megan, how do you feel about like, I mean, I guess you're still focused on like grades right. and like yeah. I was gonna like, say like you guys have these really kind of like zoomed out feelings. I feel like you have a, a broad perspective of where you are in the world and how what you are and are not doing right now is impactful or not impactful. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, okay, I just need to not fail these online classes so I can still be in law school. Like, oh my God. Like if I failed all of my classes, my GP, I'm like doing calculations. I'm like, would it fall yeah. far enough to be like, well, 1.8, I don't know. <laughs> Man, to be clear, I, I don't have a 1.8 GPA, but it's like still. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I if mean, we had grades, I would just be thinking about grades. Or my internet was going down or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's it's literally all I can think about. Um, and I mean, getting my my grades from last trimester last week was a huge confidence boost. Um, mm-hmm. But still, I mean, I don't feel... I guess, well, here's the thing. It's like I feel, and, and this might translate to you as well, I still don't feel safe because regardless of if I get, an, if I get straight A's this semester or if I get straight F's this semester, I'm still going to be tested on these subjects on the bar. And I'm basically learning from YouTube right now. Uh, oh my gosh. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Who are you watching on YouTube? Studicata? I'm that watching my good. professor. Oh, they put it on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, because, well, actually, it's a great workaround because Kaltura, the platform that I mentioned earlier that took a week to upload, yeah, um, is so slow. And so she was just like, you know what? I'm going off the grid. I'm like making videos and putting them on YouTube and they'll be like password wow. protected or whatever. Um, oh, I was going to say, can I watch them? Can we share them? But it sounds like no. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wish. Um, I might be able to share her property website with you, though. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can ask her. I mean, I think it's like a public domain, so why not? But um, yeah, all I can think about is is grades and not failing um, <laughs> and wondering if it's even viable to continue looking for a summer internship. I know I keep saying that I've, I've settled and that I'm just going to do I'm just going to do summer school, but it's like not in my in my DNA to just like settle down. I always am looking for like something to do. So yeah. So you're more on the Billy side when you are zooming out. It's like, you want to do something. Yeah. I'm not good at, I'm not good at not 
doing stuff. Yeah, um, and for sure. I mean, this, this is definitely, I mean, I don't know. It's, I think it's partially because obviously we're, we're credit, no credit right now. And we're, the semester is winding down. And like, I really don't have much to think about except like what form of legumes and, and pasta am I going to eat tonight or whatever. Yeah. How and are, how are you going to make this into a wreath? How am I going to somehow <laughs> eat a wreath tonight? I, you know, right. Exactly. So, you know, I, and go, of course, like, you know, and the food is still coming and you know, whatever, like I haven't had any major issues with this or, and I'm still healthy as far as I know, whatever, you know, it's mm-hmm. of course, like all of that. Um, but yeah, it's just sort of like when you're sitting around and you're trying to do the property reading, you're trying to do the sub pro reading, whatever. And it's just like very frustrating just being like, I, I, I can't figure out right now how this plays in to anything else other than <laughs> yeah. me getting the credit for this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I have a distraction for us all, which I think is my meh. Okay. It's not really a high because it's literally just something on the internet and it, it's like kind of a low because it's been a huge time suck for me, but it's not a low because it's entertaining. <clears throat> but if you, you don't ever go on Reddit, right, Megan? And you don't either, Billy. I do not. Okay. Not Reddit not. scares me. I feel like it's user hostile. I look. I agree. Yeah. Like I, I, I will, I have at times been, somebody has probably you, Lydia, have sent me to the Reddit page and I always, it looks like code to me it's weird yeah it is weird yeah if you're gonna check out one um sub reddit which just means a specific page on reddit oh god you're sending us through the the muck i know right this this subreddit called am i the asshole question mark (laughs) it's just what people yeah so people who've just had an argument and someone's called them an asshole or they they did something and they're like crap like i feel weird about it like ethical issues like you know um this one guy is like i had agreed to donate my sperm to this one um couple and now my other friends asked me but i don't think they're ready to be parents so i denied them and now they're pissed at me but like am i an asshole for like withholding my sperm from them because like i don't think they're ready to be parents whoa you know that kind of thing it's like people will go on and then like there's just thousands of comments where people be like of course not like you know it's your call like maybe you shouldn't have phrased it like that but whatever and like all these teenagers write in too to be like my mom yelled at me because of this but like (laughs) like, really mean over my being like a jerk teenager like i love it and billy and i were talking about how like we kind of i mean obviously we miss like interacting with like any other human sometimes but like there's this like social drama at school and it's like little stuff because we're all adults but you know there's like a little gossip and like party things happen at parties and like we pass our classmates in the hall and like you know there's it's like just... who hooked up with who at the bar review or whatever and yes. you're like Ooh, oh my i miss it, <laughs> I miss so, it. Like, this is kind of like there's stuff on the internet like that and am i the asshole is definitely it's like goes way beyond any of the social yeah. situations that are no, that's that's great. That's Although there like... was one recently where I actually did not agree with the commenters. It was a woman who was dating a lawyer and like she he represents like landlords and she's like she was like doing a lot of the cooking in their relationship and then okay. he was like she was saying like why do you represent like people who are doing unethical things like kicking out their tenants whatever. And he was like, whatever, you don't have any right to say that because, like, I'm, like, paying for this apartment or whatever. What? And then she was like, you know what? I'm not going to cook for you anymore. And then he was like, how dare you? Like, I have the more, like, expensive job or whatever. Like, you should be cooking for me. And she was like, am I the asshole here? And everyone was like, yes, you are because you're living in the apartment that he funds. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. so she can't have her own opinion? I don't know. I don't know. It was so that's bizarre, weird. but like that's kind of why I go to the Reddit just to see what people. Yeah, it's the problem. Is it probably is just like ethical deliberation via groupthink, and sometimes it probably is just like the loudest voices are people. Like it's probably just like a few people said that, and other people are like the people who do comment are like, yeah, that's exactly what I think or whatever. I don't know, man. It's like hundreds of comments, and people are just like rewording what other yeah. people have said. And like, so can I ask a quick question about that? Um, yeah. I understand how a poster would get to that forum, but how would a commenter stumble 
upon that form? Like, is it just a page called I'm, am I the asshole? And then you like post to it and people scroll through and they decide what they're going to comment on. Unless about this. Yeah. So, you know, it's like a (laughs) website where you create an account and Mm -hmm. when you create an account, there's a lot of different things you can follow. Like, um, if you're a law student, you can follow like the law school subreddit or like the law school admissions subreddit or the LSAT subreddit. Like there's a lot of law related ones. And then there's one that's just like r slash law. Um, and then, but there's like stuff on everything. Um, and there's this one page r slash all that's like the top, like the ones that are getting really popular across like all of the subreddits. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you might have stumble across something from am i the asshole on that page because some of them like really blow up okay um i don't remember how i found it it could have been from that um so i don't know or it could just be a really popular subreddit and like i might have scrolled through the ones that are super popular at some point when i was bored i don't know my my little brother is a big reddit user shout out to my little brother (laughs) (laughs) do we have a name Uh, for the little brother uh christian Christian! Shout out. What's up? Christian. I'm already giving shout outs, man. Yeah, first. Yeah, wow, he's really, really settled in, hasn't he? <laughs> but anyway, he was he was t- he was explaining this to me though. We read it. He was like, there's R slash popular or something like that. Okay, yeah. And then and that's just it sort of just filters it through what people whatever people are looking at. Yeah. So basically you're gonna get pretty standard stuff, whatever the mainstream of Reddit is. And then he's like, then there's R slash all. Yeah. And he's like, and that's like for pros of Reddit. Like you shouldn't just, if you don't know Reddit, you shouldn't look at r slash all. Oh my it's gosh. Weird. He's like, it's everything. It's just whatever people are putting out there. And that some is of it, where I found the hallucination video. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Today, again, I, this is something I did today. There's this video that's like, this video will make you hallucinate. It did not make me hallucinate per se, but it's like two minutes of like this, all this weird black and white like patterns that are like really like just like attacking your eyes, basically. <laughs> and then after two minutes, it's like, okay, now look away. And everything in the room, like every object that was square is like now a shimmering like sphere. And like hmm. just nothing is like its own shape anymore. Also, it's awesome. It my, only lasts for like 10 seconds, but. My perspective of this was Lydia was like in the other room like oh i'm watching this video that makes you hallucinate and literally two minutes later she's like whoa <laughs> are you sure it wasn't the mushrooms lydia um well geez i don't really have other updates legal writing is done i turned in my brief last woo, woo. wait we need air horn air horn <laughs> hold on, hold on. Bam, bam, bam. okay here we go i think yeah you you deserve like an entire brass band for finishing your oh. first year of legal writing yes yeah that's a big deal how do you feel yeah. It feels weird. I, I actually feel very meh about it. I'm like Oh, that's your meh. I didn't even that's, ask you I guess that I guess that would be my meh. I uh <laughs> I I I don't know. It and and I feel nothing. I, I feel like it, it, <laughs> it, it I think uh, that your feelings are probably echoed by just about every other one else student <laughs> in like, the world. <laughs> right. I, I I think that I don't know. I I I guess when you know when you're going through it, like first semester, or whatever, you're like, man, when I'm done with one L, this is it's gonna be great. It's gonna feel so good to be done. Mm. And now I think because of the way this is ending, it's like it's just dying, not with a bang, but a whimper. It's just wow, going out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is poetic. Yeah, it's, I know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's 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 just I don't know. It's weird, right? Like it just happened, and I submitted it, and I immediately was just like. I think we high fived maybe, <laughs> yeah. and then we were like, I "All right, let's read. let's eat beans." You know, I mean, there was no. <laughs> let's make a bean ring. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I laugh. still have a uh, twenty-five days until mine is due, so uh, we'll have to 
reserve my air horn for a later date. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I well, feel like it kind of clicked a little bit. Like, I think by the end, I, I'm a little better at legal writing. It was nice to have the pressure off this time. I was like, let me just make sure this, like, logically flows and it doesn't have to, like, be perfect. And it, the citations are whatever. I mean, I tried. Look, I tried. Okay. But <laughs> I didn't spend those, like, last two days, like, obsessing and trying to get a good grade and, like, knowing that I wouldn't be able to beat the, like, B-plus threshold and, like, feeling shitty about it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Legal writing is like the one thing that I feel okay about. Like you could probably plot me into a law firm situation and I would be able to write a brief. Wow. That's awesome, Megan. I could not say the same thing. Even you though know, I'm doing that this summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damn shame I uh, I didn't go out for law review. <laughs> I should have. I'm such a fool. I can't believe that that process has already happened. Yeah. yeah. You, got, you got to just get under your porch now. I know. No. I should I should probably make my death nest now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've resolved that I will go out for mood court. I'm like, oh, I, I looked at myself long and hard in the mirror and I said, bitch, if you can do anything, it's talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that was my very affirmative pump up. To- <laughs> you looked at your porch and you said, not, not today. Not today. <laughs> oh my it's good it's good well did we have anything else we were gonna we were gonna touch on or was that that it other you know things i'm learning in my different classes just as like class updates but like i they don't seem worth talking about especially (laughs) talking about um i guess Billy sent me this cool podcast this week that I'll put on the blog, like a con law podcast that is framing what's happening, like Mm. with the government's response to the virus, but like constitutionally, it could be interesting. You're going to take con law next year or are taking it now. I'm not taking it now. Oh, wait. Oh, the listener got, (laughs) you know. Yeah. And it's good for anyone to, uh, I think, to kind of keep in touch with what's going on from a, a, a legal framework. It's called This Week in Health Law. And normally they would, you know, it, we, it's a weekly podcast. They talk about various topics in health law. And obviously right now they, you know, just really just talk about uh, COVID. And it's an interesting perspective. Um, so, yeah, I would I would highly recommend it. Brad, we should, uh, I will make sure to, to tweet it out again. Law school nice. in brief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, should we end with that other podcast recommendation? Everyone go listen to that and then come back. Maybe they'll recommend next week. you guys. Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe right. I will. I mean, that would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, all you cool cats and kittens. <gasps> Until next time. Yeah. All right. Billy, it's been fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. It's been a real honor. <laughs> all right. TTFN. All right.